Hello everyone, my name is Chris Podonsky and welcome back to Chris vs. the World. On this episode, I am pleased to welcome back a uh, recurring guest from previous episodes, my good friend Paul Griffin. Hey, how's it going everybody? I'm Paul Griffin. I'm here. I'm, I'm an Aquarius. I'm, I'm here to tell you about love, destiny, all, all sorts of things that... <laughs> If you have not been thinking about Chris, I, I think I'm gonna be too chaotic for 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 your podcast. Is that is that what's gonna end up happening? Oh, that's not a thing. You should have heard the last episode with Allie on that we was in uh we were all over the place. Oh yeah? Hey, what'd you guys we talk about? about? We talked about uh anxiety and depression and how video games can either help or um or hinder them. Oh good. Good. So I'm 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 coming in right right off the bat uh, as um, uh, a, a chaotic evil after you guys are trying to do some some serious good in this world and uh, here we are. I'm gonna be losing my damn mind this entire time, uh, and we're gonna be talking about more than likely. So you guys were talking about video games and how mm -hmm. depression and anxiety can be affected by. We're just talking about video games. Yep. Period. That is what we, that that is that is the that is the entirety of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, this episode. Well, that's what happens when you when you let your guests uh, uh, pick the topic. It's just gonna be all over the dang place. Uh, you're, you're. I know. I love it. You're though. just it's, lucky. It's so I, chaotic and what, it could be. What anything. if I was like, I want to talk about uh, trigonometry. I would have had a gas like learning a little bit of it because that's what I do. Is like if I'm given ample time to like do research on what the topic I is. I want to talk about the death penalty. So <laughs> what <laughs> I, I know that we're going <laughs> we're trying to be entertaining and everything but specifically what I want to talk about is something incredibly controversial that will turn people off immediately. <laughs> it'll it'll avoid embarrassment on my part. Because Oh my so. god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Paul's choice of topic for today's uh, podcast episode is uh, is a video game. Yeah. Uh, Paul, would you like to say which video game it is? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I'm, I'm Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul. Uh, I, I am a good friend of Chris's. Chris is my dungeon master, both um, uh, in Dungeons & Dragons and in the bedroom. Um, uh, we've known each other for ma maybe two years. Uh, I used to be very active on YouTube. Um, you probably don't remember me, and that's okay! Because now I'm a preschool teacher, and my life is chasing around six-year-olds and trying to keep them from putting poop on walls. Um, and I really love doing it. <laughs> Not in a creepy it. way. I really enjoy doing it. Not in a creepy way. What, 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 what would be the creepy way? Of children putting poop like on chasing walls. around six-year-olds in a creepy way. Okay, okay, like fair not, enough. I, I yeah. thought you meant like you would turn on the lights in the middle of the night and there's a two-year-old smearing poop on your walls. <laughs> that would be scary. It's like, who is this two-year-old? Why is he here? Is it his poop? I don't know, in it any instance, you poop. burn down the house in that scenario. <sighs> burn it down, leave. Well, then you'd be arrested for killing that kid. And hey. Who said it was a kid? Like, I, it could have been a ghost. Like, random two-year-old just standing there in your house in the middle of the night. It's like, where'd this child come from? Turn back around, there's no kid there. The judge, like, that you can you can say that all you want, but the judge is gonna <laughs> not believe in ghosts. You oh, know, yeah, the he's judge gonna roast is gonna, me alive. Yeah. Similarly to how I did that child. <sighs> 
Yeah, anyway. <laughs> you thought you were going to be the chaotic. Anyway, movie. anyway, anyway, we're talking about Elder Scrolls 6. I think that's a natural transition <laughs> from burning down houses <laughs> with, with uh, ch demon children in them to... Well, if they're oh, demon children, God. the fire's not going to affect it. We got to get off this topic, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, uh, the Elder Scrolls 6 uh, has been a long-awaited game for over 10 years now. Yeah. It's bananas to think about. Yeah. Uh, the only thing we really have to go off of is that teaser that they dropped more than almost two years right. ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. And now, it was like a very simple, just a few seconds of like landscape. We well, they no had announced idea. it years before that, that it was going to happen. Not that anyone was had any doubt that the most successful game of all time, excluding Tetris and Minecraft and Fortnite and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but one I, of the most- I, I hate Fortnite, Fortnite. Th there was, I, I yeah, 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 we could go, we could, we, we could have an entire other podcast about how much we, we dislike, uh, Fortnite. Um, but we're here to talk about, uh, Elder Scrolls. Now I am a long time Elder Scrolls fan. I think you are too, Chris. Um, I have been playing since Morrowind. I played Morrowind when I was nine years old, I think. Um, I was somewhere between nine and eleven. I remember it was this really groundbreaking moment for me where I realized what video games could be. Um, I remember being like, well, what do you do? And my friend Brandon was like, well, what do you want to do? And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You mean I can just, I can, I can, I can, uh, just make money fencing stuff? You mean I can walk around and steal stuff? I can pick up anything? I can kill anyone? I can go anywhere? Very cool subject, and back then, when the most advanced thing that you were playing was... I don't know, StarCraft? I, I It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Um, not that there was other things that were kind of like that, but as far as graphics and advancement in technology goes, it was groundbreaking. It blew my mind at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Oblivion came out, and I played Oblivion, and I loved Oblivion, and Skyrim came out, and I loved Skyrim. But point being, point being, what, what I want to talk about... <laughs> what I want to talk about is not necessarily my prediction of what Elder Scrolls VI is gonna be, but what I think it should be. You know? Mm. You with me? I am all the way there with you. You understand what I'm saying? I, I understand English. You get the fact that I'm 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 saying that I, I think that I have a really good idea of what Elder Scrolls 6 should be and that I think that the people that are making it are probably gonna be like, well, we gotta make sure we do some fan service and it's gonna end up not being as good because they're spread too thin and focused on too many things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um <laughs> That's what that's that's my prediction and, and who knows, they might blow it out of the freaking park. Um I you know, think it's gonna before be... we get started on that topic seriously, I gotta yeah. say, anytime I have you on the podcast, I it, you radiate an energy that just it, it like it, it automatically. Anytime you do something, it could be minuscule, but you do it in such a way that I can't help but laugh. So that's I can kind of you. you. That. I do have I I do I've spent enough time in the entertainment field that when you put a camera or something on me, I, I turn on. I turn on that part of well, well easy paul i mean this is this this is a christian <sighs> podcast well we went we already went over the fact that you're my dungeon master in multiple ways so uh, there's no turning back <laughs> um oh no, no my I, I, fan base. well, well I, I i i think that's one of my favorite uh are, are you a podcast listener chris i i am actually what's your favorite podcast 
Uh, well, uh, I listen to not that many, but I'm a loyal listener of all things D&D, uh, which uh-huh. is, like, it, it, they tell interesting, like, horror stories or interesting, like, good, uh, like, um, like, 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 uh, oh god, I, I'm, I'm blanking. My, uh, like, it, it centers around, like, D&D horror stories. It's, like, you know, like, terrible DMs or really good DMs that, like, like plan these elaborate endings for stories years in advance and i'm like my god i couldn't imagine i love a good D &D Uh, podcast i do um that's the nice thing about podcasts you you don't need to have 80 podcasts you listen to you find one or two that you really like and you keep up with it there's so much content you know yeah yeah i i Uh, Beyond that, I used to be a listener of your old podcast. Oh, uh, I miss I miss those days. The most spectacular podcast. Yeah. I, I listen to a creepypasta narration podcast. Oh, that's fun. I like a little creepiness every now and then. It, 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 it inspires some of my side quests in D&D. I love a little creepiness. The thing is... I like non-fiction creepiness. I like, I, I think that, I mean, I, I, I like a good a horror story. I love H.P. Lovecraft. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm really into horror movies, but when it comes to copious amounts of content, I like learning about real things. Cause I think that there are creepier things that have happened in real life than people could ever dream of. And I want to hear about that stuff. Um, I find if it very like interesting. stuff like that, there is one podcast that I listened to. It's it's kind of like a ra- uh, like theater radio, uh, done by Cole Sprouse, uh, oh. one of the Sprouse twins. Yes. And it was based on a book series that was very much set like I I I legitimately don't know if it's fiction. I hope it's fiction, and I'm pretty sure it's fiction because I looked for the mm. town that is listed in this story. Uh, Drisking, Missouri, and it doesn't actually exist. So I was like, okay, yeah, thank that's God, a, that's a pretty good giveaway, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's such a, it's an engrossing story. It, it like it is still to this day one of my favorites. It's called Baraska. Uh, Baraska. You can find it. There's like, uh, I think there's like ten episodes, and they're all like thirty minutes long. And they're like, they're, it's not like a narration, but it's actually like there's background noises. There's there's voice actors involved and sound effects and all of this interesting shit and it's mm. like it's like you can picture everything happening in your mind oh wow it's very theater of the mind that takes a lot of setup it. too that's that's you, you got to give credit to people who are preparing and uh um and putting together those sound cues and stuff like that because it, hypothetically those are the things that when you during the watching or listening experience um you're not going to put a lot of thought into but a ton of work went into um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's really Plus, cool. it's not over. There's like they did like the first half of the story. I yeah. know what happens in the next part, and I can't wait for them <laughs> to do that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, um, yeah. My my. There's two podcasts that I that I listen to when I put on a podcast. I put on my favorite murder, um, which is by two, um, I, I think they're in their forties and fifties women. Uh, who have worked as as comedians and 
uh, writers, and they just spend each episode talking about us and breaking down a serial killer. Um, which sounds wow. very morbid saying it out loud, but I, it, it's, I, find it, I, I find it very interesting. Um, and it's it's a comedy podcast, which I know will turn a lot of people off. I, I, I personally think that, especially as a preschool teacher, I need to be careful about um, the, the, the topics that I, I choose to talk about because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I just find it interesting. Um, yeah. I, find, I find the extremes of humanity interesting. And uh, the other podcast that I listen to a lot is called The Last Podcast on the Left, uh, which, which is three dudes, and they, they, they talk about um, anything from flat earth to cults to serial killers to um, uh, Bigfoot. And, and it's absolutely wonderful. It's hilarious. Uh, it's very interesting. They do a lot of research. They, they, they're very good at sourcing. I find a lot of books to read because they, they talk about non-fiction books about the topics they talk about and um they're great they're great anyone who's into that sort of stuff i highly recommend their stuff uh they, they are a bit boyish and and um uh tend to ramble about uh booba looba loobies or something i don't i don't know <laughs> not necessarily that that i can think of but that's kind of the, the, the it kind of it kind of let, it sounds like you're listening into three frat dudes talking um ah gotcha 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 but but they're very smart and creative maybe frat dudes is not the not the right way they're just they're just buddies i guess would be a better way to put it um they're relaxed in the environment yeah, but and they but, feel like they can talk about anything. But I think uh, they they have this really great dynamic where they have three people talking, uh, one of which um, is kind of like the straight man who holds it together and he keeps the information there and keeps them on track, and then there is uh, just like a wild card comedian basically, and then there is a third person who generally doesn't know anything about what they're talking about and is just listening and reacting <laughs> to it for the first time. And uh, it's a really great setup, and I think uh, I think that um, we 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 we've got a little bit of that, which is kind of why I asked this question in the first place. It was roundabout bay to yeah. get to this point, which was uh, I think that our dynamic works well. I think that I'm I think, I think that I'm a crazy fool, and I think that you are uh, um, very likable. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right. That 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 actually does mean a lot to me because I am one of those people like sometimes I'm self-deprecating and I don't mean to be because I know it's a toxic mindset, but I do oh, yeah. worry that other people look at me or hear me and think like, no, why doesn't he just shut up? You no, know? no. I I I think that if anything, that's why you have other people. Uh, other people there on the podcast to balance you out. I, I, I think, um, um, I think that you have a very professional quality about you that comes through in your podcast. Uh, I think that, um, you're well-spoken and you have, uh, you, you're easy to understand and, uh, easy to listen to. That's what I think. And that's coming, that's coming from me, Paul Davis Griffin, protector of poopy walls. <laughs> The protector of poopy walls. Especially. I am the protector of wall. Well, I'm protect protective walls to keep them from becoming poopy walls. Um, <laughs> I, I I love it. I really do love love uh, taking care of the kids. Um, I know you do. I, I love hearing the stories too. Yeah, they're they're weird and they're we'll crazy. We'll keep those. We'll stressful. keep those to ourselves, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are things that I don't want to broadcast out. It's it's their you know their private lives. I, maybe in the future when when they're when they're grown up, I wouldn't mind talking about some of the the crazy stories from when they were little. But since they're still little, it's it's you know it's it's important. It's important. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's your balls, Mr. Paul. It's my balls. That's something that a child said to me once. It's your balls, Mr. Paul. Uh, I feel like without context that I don't know, anyway, anyway, anyway. Context. Anyway, <laughs> um, <sighs> oh god, okay, <clears throat> moving on, the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> he was trying to get me to say the word balls, <laughs> and I wouldn't say it because I was in a preschool setting, and there's this four-year-old just like, say it, say it, what am I referring to? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking about, until he finally broke down and said, it's your balls, Mr. Paul. And I said, thank you, thank you for filling me in. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I had, I, you, you left me no choice, Chris. I had to fill in the audience about the, the circumstance. I love that story. Though. Yeah, it's, it's, and the best part is you can tell that story without naming names. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, yeah. Um, Fucking kids, man. They're chaotic. <laughs> no, they're, they're wonderful. I, I adore them. It's it's a very stressful and exhausting job, but it's very rewarding. I've, I've worked other jobs where I've gotten paid more. Um, and uh, just at the end of the day, I'd go home and be like, oh, I gotta do this again tomorrow. And I never feel that way. I never feel that way in my job. I, I look forward to seeing the kids and I look forward to doing it. And I feel like I'm being helpful. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's all, that's all I want. That's all I need, you know. You know what that makes it, though? Um. That makes it your calling. Something you love to do, something that you, I know you never calling. think like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, we're here. Yeah. How long have we been talking? Uh, about, about 18 You know, we're, we're supposed to be here talking about Elder Scrolls. This happened the last time well, we did a podcast together. Now the audience together. has a little bit more of a grasp of you as a person, though, which is nice. I guess. I, I All I really wanted to do was introduce <laughs> myself and explain, hey, I know a little bit about Elder Scrolls. And here it's, we, we've, we've talked about my balls, and we've, we've talked about um, podcasts, and uh, we complimented each other. Um... Which was nice. I liked that part. I liked the part where you complimented yeah. me and, and I complimented you. I think that we should try to do that more often. We, we should. Uh, I, don't... I mean, you guys always comment on my jawline and oh, I always say how I like Oh, guys, I know that you can't see Chris, but his jawline is exquisite. It was sculpted by the gods. <laughs> it's a perfect jawline. You have to be specific on what gods, though, because please not Zeus. Anybody but Zeus. Why not Zeus? What's wrong with Zeus? Uh, he's a bit of a perv. What, just because he likes just because he like split people's head open and pulled babies out of their heads? That turned into gods? Oh, is that what's wrong with him? Just because that. he like went onto Earth as a as a as a goat and banged some lady and <laughs> didn't he do that? Am I making he stuff did, up? Yeah, he. You <laughs> might be, but I do remember he he went he came down to Earth many time in animal form. I, I, Once I know that. I know he's not once a cool he, guy. Once a I, woman was turned into a cow just to hide from Hera's fury. Now I, I, and she was cursed to be a cow forever. I know enough about Zeus to know that if he were alive today and real, then he would be in jail. 
There's no way you can come down from the heavens, split a man's head in twain, pull a human being out, and then bang a lady as a goat, and not be on some sort of watch list. That's all I'm saying. It's like, it comes down from the heavens, it's the year 2021. It's like, excuse me, sir. And it's like, yes, officer, how can I help you? It's like, um, are you... Let me flip through the pages here. Uh, Zeus... It's like, uh, yes, yes, I, I am, am Zeus. It's like, uh, I'm afraid, uh, I'm afraid you're under arrest, sir. It's like, I'm sorry, oh, I, what, I don't what, understand. Why? <laughs> well, you see, it's, um, you know, the whole killing thing, it's, uh, it's kind of illegal now, so, um, and also, uh, what you've done on several occasions here that I have listed is technically considered rape. Now, so... I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I don't put anything that I just said in a term paper. It's not totally accurate but it's around what happened right you would if, if you it's were to read roughly the things that zeus is is uh, accused of doing uh, accused of doing he's a fictional character from forever ago. <laughs> if you were to read the things that zeus did uh they would be basically you, you you'd be like oh yeah that's on the same level now i do know that he split someone's head open and pulled a god out of their head yeah, or the fact that he cut off his father's ball sack and from that uh, Aphrodite was born. Oh, gosh. Because his ball sack fell into the ocean, created sea foam, and out of the sea foam, whoop, there she was. Well, there's nothing that's a bigger aphrodisiac than cutting your balls off, I guess. <laughs> um, Elder Scrolls. Speaking of the gods... Uh... Uh-huh. Go ahead. You can do this. You can do this segue. What is your opinion of the Stormcloaks? Stormcloaks ah, versus Imperials. Okay. For anyone who, who's, who, who's not super familiar with Skyrim, um, uh, it's a side quest that you can do. There's a war that's happening in the country of Skyrim, um, and Skyrim is under the rule of the Empire, which is basically a... It's, 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 it's England in the Middle Ages. They just own everything. They're in charge of everything and you report to England. You report to the Empire. Mm -hmm. And there is a revolution going on by a group called the Stormcloaks who are basically trying to reclaim their homeland and be in charge of it again. Um, yeah. And my question to you, Chris, and there is a wrong answer. I know this. Is, do you know this? Have I, have I had this ramble with you before? No, but I've had this question asked to me by somebody else, and they filled me in okay, on everything, okay. and then I went into it with Was it context. me? No. Okay, I don't believe you, but... Um, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, who do you side with? Who do you agree with? Uh, so, when I first played Skyrim, I hadn't, I hadn't beaten Oblivion, and I hadn't even played it for a few years, and I really didn't know the lore of Tamriel that well either. I didn't even know that the whole world was called Tamriel. Sure. It was just a game that I played because I was a kid and it was cool and there were swords and stuff. I skipped past all the dialogue. Fair enough. But when I when I went back when I was older and I actually cared about the story, um, I realized that, sure, the, the Nords should have a right to their home, but... They, they still have to work within the parameters of you know, right. the rest of the world, and that kind of works against what they're doing. Like, they're a little racist towards Dark Elves. That's not cool. Not cool. Um, and really, the whole thing came about because they were upset because Talos was kind of removed from the panel, Yeah, so 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 for, for just a little bit of coverage, um, 
the Stormcloaks, and I'm pulling this out, all out of my brain, so I'm for, sorry for any slight inaccuracies, but I, I'm pretty familiar. The, the Stormcloaks, um, it, it's just it's it's just a, a, a tradition in Skyrim where the where the Nords and the Stormcloaks are, are from to worship Talos as their god. There's a bunch of gods. They're called Adra, and they're basically um, uh, the they basically created humanity. And when I say humanity, I mean orcs and, and people and, and elves and and uh, um, they specifically worship Talos, which is the only god that ever ascended to godhood, who, who was originally a, a, a man, and he ascended to godhood. He's the only person that's ever done that in history. Um, the elves, the high elves, uh, the Thalmer, they are kind of in their own political world. They have nothing to do with the Empire. They have nothing to do with the Stormcloaks. And th th they are this massive force who used to basically hold claim over all of Tamriel. It was their world. And then here we come, people, and we're just like, we only live for a hundred years. I know you live for much longer than that, but we're, we're gonna make the rules now. And they're like, fuck these guys, which makes sense. Uh, that would yeah. that would be like if if, <laughs> if dogs could speak English and they were like, I know we only live for 15 years, but we're gonna make all long-term decisions. We'd be like, mm, I don't know, dogs. I don't feel like you have the force. I get it, right? So anyway, that's a pretty good analysis, yeah. though, from an outsider's perspective. Yes, uh, I, I th thank, I, I know, Chris. I'm very smart. Um, and uh, oh my God, so smart. You guys don't <laughs> know Paul Davis Griffin is such a smart man. So sometimes I can barely hide my erection. Th thank you, Chris. I also <laughs> have trouble hiding my erection uh, for myself. Um, it is always, it is always, uh, at full mast. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, the, the, el the, the, no, the elves had some sort of treaty with the Empire, um, where in order to keep the peace, uh, they, they had to do a, a, a few things, and on that list of things was they needed to outlaw the worship of Talos. Now, mm -hmm. um, that basically was the last straw for the Nords. They formed the Stormcloaks, uh, which is led by a man named Ulfric Stormcloak, hence the name. And um, they rebelled against the Empire in order to keep their god and their worship, because, hot damn, if anyone's going to tell me not to worship my god, then fuck that guy. Now, this is all well and good, and this makes a lot of sense to me. Where it stops making sense is that the god that they worshipped, Talos... Uh, mm -hmm. who is the only man that has ever become so great um, that he ascended to godhood. His claim to fame, the reason that he ascended to godhood is because he united the land by making the empire. Yeah. Kind of a little... So they want to destroy his legacy so they can continue to worship him. It's very makes me mad <laughs> it's yeah. it's very dumb and they're racist and they're racist yeah yeah so they're they're uh, dumb so I, and short-sighted and they're racist i pulled up here the philosophy of the stormcloaks the stormcloaks believe skyrim should secede from what they feel is a corrupt crumbling empire this stance came about due to the aftermath of the great war and the imposition imposition of the white gold concordat by the Aldmeri Dominion. 
The Stormcloaks consider the Empire as a puppet of the Thalmor because the Empire surrendered during the Great War and accepted the Dominion's terms of surrender. These terms ban the worship of Talos, which most Nords do not support. Many are outraged at this Talos ban and point out the Markarth incident as an example of Empire pub publicly uh, supporting the Dominion's oppressive influence over Skyrim. Furthermore, their opinion of the Empire is exacerbated with the arrival of the Thalmor Justicars, Justicars, Justiciars, I can't spell, I can't read, <laughs> I'm an idiot, who have been granted the authority by the Empire to enforce the White Gold Concordant within Skyrim. Yeah. So they're kind of they're kind of like stomping screaming children that um have weapons. Now I I yeah, I I I will say that everyone's entitled to it in, in in this particular video game and everywhere else, right? But we're talking about the video game. Mm -hmm. you, you should be allowed to worship any god that you want to worship, right? Like as long as it makes you happy, it's of not course. affecting anyone else, you should be allowed to do that, especially because it is proven in the Elder Scrolls universe that the gods are not hypothetical. They talk to you. They show no. up and they talk oh, to yeah. you. Um, they, they are very, very existent. Um, so Especially they're not, the Daedra. They, they're not they saying to stop believing in this god. They're saying to stop worshipping him. Um, and it's illegal. You'll get arrested. Uh, now, now I, I, I totally agree with them. I think that's outrageous. But but also, let's look at the long term. Right? Now, that that, that mm. treaty was created because of the white... Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the white something conglomerate I... uh, the tree the white <laughs> <laughs> the tree that one that treaty the treaty that was between the empire and the elves uh the thalmer um so <laughs> the uh the white gold concordant there it is there it is um so that is really the only thing that's keeping the thalmer from basically invading and reclaiming the land that they see as theirs because fuck you like humans and uh um uh and 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 all the other lesser races for that matter that they think that they are the, the master race they're nazis they're nazis um now basically. the thing the thing is though there's they, a little bit of, there's a little bit of cons on both sides yeah That's a pretty now, big one, though. now the thing is though about the thalmer um they are a fucking force to be reckoned with. They're wise, they're smart, oh, yeah. and they're, there's a shit ton of them. So let's say there's a massive invading army um, who has all the power in the world um, to take your land from you and make you live the way that they see fit. Or kill you. Do whatever they want with you. So you're choices to secede from the empire which would protect you and unite everyone to fight against it if you rebel and you become your own little city state you're going to be the first one to die no one's going to come defend oh, yeah. you um so from a long term like oh the elves are doing this you guys are bowing to the elves screw you we're seceding from you cool you're going to be the first ones to die um they, they really should have reanalyzed their plan. Like, they should have gone about it more diplomatically, but I understand yeah. what the game developers are trying to do. It's like, are, you've got the Imperials that are the diplomatic and kind yeah. of, like, also... And are like they a little bit driven. too highly political? Are they are they a little bit lost in their in their methods? Or are they... Um, should they have a little bit more of a, of, a, of a conscious... Yeah, all of those things, just like any other government, right? But, but at the very least, they're working towards something that makes sense. Um, Plus, who's to say, like, once they're, like, who's to say that once the Empire's done with the Thalmor being all 
you know, Nazi-ish. Yeah. Like, they don't just turn around and go, hey, we've got their trust knife in the back. Yeah, 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 seriously. We don't need Nazis. Thank you, bye-bye. So, um, if there's anything that we've learned through the Elder Scrolls series, it's that the elves are coming. They want their land back. <laughs> They're tired of us, and that's what every every single Elder Scrolls game talks about that. They're tired of us. They're ready to invade. It's very political. It's very precise. That should be Elder Scrolls 6. That should be Elder Scrolls 6. The Thelm are invading. Now, now, let me now that I've wet your whistle, Chris. Okay, now that I want your whistle, because everything is led up to this point, right? And we have to wait, what, mm -hmm. 10, 15 years for the next game? And so, so of course, it should lead up to something big like that. The Thalmer are finally invading, and you need to defend uh, uh, Cyrodiil against an invading army. In it would be nice to see Cyrodiil in, in like, high res. Oh, so it'll be, it'll be so beautiful. But let me tell you what, Chris. Let me tell you what. Let me throw a wrench in that plan. Let me let me make you think. Now um, imagine this. Imagine this. You're a little orc boy, okay? And you're you're sitting you're sitting out front. You, you you're sitting out front. You can feel the wind going through your hair. Your your little tufts of hair. It's 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 hitting the the nose piercing that you have because you're an orc and it's jing jang jangling on your nose and it's very peaceful. Stop laughing. This is very serious. It's very peaceful. <laughs> your, your papa is inside uh, making pottery. I don't know. And and it's serious, I know. And uh, um, uh, you, I totally forgot where I was going with this. So <laughs> I don't know. It, Your dad's inside cooking. Uh, cooking. Yeah, up yeah I don't know. That that, that is name. that is a nice thought though. So why don't, why don't you just hold on to that and and just remember I'm it in, in times of in times nice of turmoil. Thing. I'm gonna make an entire character for D and D based cool. on that. Cool. Yeah, your little, I think I little, know where you're going with it. Where, where was I going with it? Because I forgot. I think where you were going. I got two lost in the details. Your little, your, <laughs> your little orc boy. You're sitting on on the uh, on the porch. The wind's hitting you. Mm -hmm. uh, your nose piercing is jing jangling, mm -hmm. and uh, your dad's inside cooking after hunting. Your mother is. Uh, Outside, you you, uh, you said like, uh, you you just said I know where you're going with this, and then you just no, said no, no, the no. same thing back. No 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 no. Listen listen listen. Okay listen. okay I'm adding okay. Shit, and then I'm gonna. You haven't added anything off. yet, but go ahead. <laughs> no no no. Listen listen. I'm, I'm adding the mother I, bit. I'm listening. I I heard the mother bit, but it took a while to get there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> go so ahead. The mother is outside, and she's like I don't know tilling the fields, uh, because she's a strong independent <laughs> woman who don't need no man. Sure, dad's inside her. making pottery because he's got fragile little hands. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out in the field, uh, your mommy just drops. Oh. And you see this elvish arrow sticking out of her chest. Mama. And then a, a flame arrow hits the hits the roof of the thatched cottage. No. And your home is being set up in flames. Daddy, no. Daddy comes outside and his hair is on fire because he has a massive mane of hair. And he's screaming, and when you turn back, there's this tall shadow standing over you. Oh, As you no. look up, you see a high elf staring oh, down at no. you. And he has one of those elvish swords pulled up over his head, cut to black. I would remove the jing-jang-jangling jewelry from my nose because I knew that I would never be happy again. And, I, it, and every time I heard that jing-jang-jangling, I'd be like, no happiness. No. Mama, papa, they lay dead. 
Okay, so... interesting <laughs> opening to The Elder Scrolls Six. Okay, so... That's crazy, right? That would that would be that would be cool. Now, in the world of Skyrim, in the story of Skyrim, uh, pr pretty much the biggest thing that takes place in, in in Elder Scrolls V is that the dragons have returned. Uh, specifically, the evil dragon Elduin is that what his name is? Alduin, uh, the Alduin, world the world leader. Um, he is basically just this prophecy of a dragon that showed up millennia ago and um, was going to basically be the end of days. And uh, a small group of people found what's called an Elder Scroll, which is a highly magical scroll. It's a book. It's a tome, you know. Um, uh -huh. And uh, uh, used it to get rid of... The dragons, right? Right. Well, they use it to uh, to find out, like, to see the past of like what had happened, so that they could stop Alduin. Now, and they found out that he was like residing now here in like Sovngarde. Now, hear this, Chris. Like, hear this, Chris. Yeah. You learn that they actually did not destroy Alduin with the Elder Scroll. If you remember in that flashback that you saw with the Elder Scroll, they were using an Elder Scroll against Alduin. Uh -huh. And you find that they did not defeat him, they displaced him in time. So here we are millennia later and he suddenly reappears and it's because he never died. He just blipped out of time and space and then showed up at a different time and space and now he's just as strong as he always was. Right? Because you didn't actually mm -hmm. solve anything, you just set him forward. Now, right. the way that you learn this is by going into dwarven ruins, which dwarves are an extinct race, no one really knows what happened to them, but it is alluded to the fact that because they were experimenting with Elder Scrolls, something happened to them. So right. they're not gone, Chris. They're displaced in time. Uh... And what I fucking want is for us to be looking down the barrel of a highly political elven invasion oh my God. and all the fucking sudden pop out of nowhere there's an entire fucking race of confused people that just show up out of nowhere they don't know what's going on but they got something to fucking say about the elves coming and, and, and trying to invade their land it's a whole nother faction to deal with and it's out of nowhere and because the, the dwarves were working so closely with the snow elves, that means fucking snow elves would be back? Hell oh, yeah. yeah! So what I'm... Oh yeah, because they became the, uh, the, the Falmer. Yep. So what I the want left. Elder Scrolls Six to be, I want it to be the invasion of the high elves. And then all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, this entire race that you've heard alluded to and seen ruins of is a new goddamn race. And then in Elder Scrolls 7, I want to goddamn play as them. That's what I want. I want to be a snow elf. I want to be a dwarf. I want to kick some ass. And uh, how, fu how fucking would cool would that be? I would love that. Now, what I think is going to happen is you're just going to be a prisoner and you show up in a land and they're like, man, save the land. And then that's going to be yeah. it. That's probably, that's probably going to be what Elder Scrolls 6 is. But hot damn, Chris. 
If if Bethesda had hired me, hot ah, damn. Now that's a good idea. That's a hot idea. That's a steamy take. I wanna. That is that is that is what we're here to do. This has just been a forty-minute-long way for us to say, "Hey, Bethesda, you should really hire." You Paul should really Davis. hire Paul Davis Griffin. I live in Maryland, and you are <laughs> stationed in Maryland. That's all I'm saying. I I know that you've probably made the majority of your game by now, but let me tell you, you better be as good as my idea because if you're not as good as my idea, then what the fuck have you been working on all this time? I came up with <laughs> this. Working on for the I past came up with years. this in an afternoon one time when I was you know, drinking five years ago. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think with how heavily they leaned on, like, Dwarven Runes in the last game, I think for them to do nothing with Dwarves in this next game would be ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... I know it's a long shot to say they, they'd show up again, and I and I also... They, they didn't... I don't think they specifically said that the exact same thing happened to the dwarves that happened to Alduin, but considering they were messing with Elder Scrolls, and they specifically, an Elder Scroll was used to displace, displace him, and no one knows what happened to the dwarves other than the fact that they all disappeared at the same time, doesn't that kind of sound like the exact same damn thing? It, a little bit, yeah, it does. Because when there, there'd be bodies, there'd be, you know, like, they, 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 but there, there's not, they're gone. Um, mm -hmm. where'd they go? Displaced in time. Displaced in time. That's 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 my theory. That's what I want to happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna be that cool. You know, I will hold on to a prayer for that to happen. Mm. And Bethesda, if that's not what you have, you need to throw everything else down the garbage chute, and you need to start from scratch. This needs to be a. With this this needs to be a Sonic 2019, where you just throw everything out and go. We got a better <laughs> idea now. We're gonna make them look better. We're gonna. We care about the fans. Think. Yada yada. Because because if they wait 15 years and they come out with something that is fine, that is okay, everyone's gonna hate it. It's gotta be. It's oh, yeah, it's, it's got it's gotta be mind blowing. It's gotta be big. Um. No, I'm. Am I gonna play it no matter what? Absolutely. Am I gonna love it? Absolutely. I don't care. I want. I want to be walking around the Elder Scrolls universe again. I love the Elder Scrolls universe. Me too. Yeah. That's my bit. Well, that's what I. <clears throat> that's what I came here to say. <laughs> well, that was amazing. And so now, what you have in front of you, Paul. Uh, everybody, what I normally give my guests is a five-minute window oh. to plug anything that you're doing publicly in the eye, oh, your shoot. Instagram, your Twitter, anything you're doing. But I don't know that you have anything, or maybe you do, and I'm wrong. You know, I, I got, I've got a creative project that I'm working on, but it's, 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 it's in the works, and I'm not talking about it. Um, so beyond that, you also have these five minutes to just, you know, give your opinion on, I don't know, like, yeah, anything, I, I feel like that's what you've kind of been doing for, like, the past 20 minutes. You know, I, I, uh, um, I, I have an Instagram account. Uh, I believe it's just Paul Davis Griffin. I, if not, it's Punk Boy Supreme. I, I'm not good at social media. I don't like social media. I, I worked on YouTube for so long that I just, it kind of destroyed the actual social side of social media because everyone that follows me, I don't know who they are. Um, mm -hmm. so I don't really do it. Uh, it stresses me out. Brings my anxiety out. Anyway, the only thing that I'm really on is Instagram. You can find me pretty much anywhere. Um, but the only thing that I'll actually use is Instagram. So if you actually want any form of, of, uh, of me seeing likes or messages or anything, then go check out that. Well, 
thank you, Paul, for being on the podcast. Yeah. It has, all, as always, been a pleasure. I would love to do it again sometime soon. Um, I, I very much enjoyed it, and I, uh, I, I, like, I like what you got going here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And to the rest of you... Uh, have a lovely rest of your day or night, and remember that you are all unique and beautiful individuals who deserve to be loved. And we will see you on the next episode. Yeah, except for... Bye-bye. Except for, uh... Except for Tom Cruise. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See ya. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>